The following is not professional consultation. We share our viewpoints and experiences. It's up to you to decide how to receive this information to best suit your life. Take it or leave it. What the sex? You've tuned into What the Sex, starring the Banff, J.P. Severs, and Double D, Sarah D. This has explicit content not suited for an audience under 18. Topics ranging from being single, flirting, dating, relationships, love, and of course, fucking brings out from which they came. Do's and don'ts, and it's all just between us, the sheets, and anywhere else we fancy. So lay on back and brace yourselves because we're biters. Welcome to this tantalizing edition of What the Sex, I'm JP. And I'm Sarah D. Powered by BampSwag.net. For all your t-shirt needs. It's amazing the, the the response that we've gotten leading up to this first episode. Yes, it is. I am so excited right now. I'm ready to do this. All right. All right. So right off the bat, I want to tell everybody the story that I used when pitching the idea to a few of the execs at Chillover Radio and so forth. They, 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 they got the ball rolling. As it is, you know, we, you, you came onto my other show and, and, and we had good chemistry and all that. But yep. I'm, th- I, I'm so thankful that I mentioned during that show that we were already talking about doing this show because after that other show, I got approached wanting us, you know, them wanting us to, to come up with something on our own it's like well we've already been working on it and so forth and you know you know deliberating back and forth the ideas that we would have for you know what we would talk about and so forth and and i and i remember telling them i said look i don't know what your concerns are with sarah d but i'm telling you not to worry about it because here's the type of person she is (laughs) and i and i proceeded to tell him that okay when I when I talked to Sarah D about possible, you know, discussions, I gave her an example. I said, you know, we, we could talk about this. We could talk about that. And, you know, may, maybe we could talk about like the pros and cons of anal sex. And what was your response to that? There are no cons to anal sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah, there are really no cons to that. So. I'm happy that anal sex is what got us here. I guess you could say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, anal sex, for everything you have done for us. Yes, exactly. Okay, so if there are no cons, let's 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 go ahead and start that with with the opening topic. Okay. What are what are all the pros? All the pros to anal sex. I would probably say the first and foremost is just the sense of control. I feel that the woman is in control during that situation because even though it's not necessarily for her, well, no, I'll take that back. Sometimes it is pleasurable, but it's mainly for the guy's pleasure. It's like you have him in the palm of your hands during this. And then it's just that animalistic roughness, craziness that goes into it. So that's what I like about it. And that's all the pros. There's really are no cons unless he's like really big. (laughs) Then there would be a con. But other than that, there really is none. Well, what what would you give as pointers to someone who hasn't done it before? Can't just go into it like a jackhammer. You have to go. You have to go slow. Once it loosens up, I mean, and it's 
something that you do on a consecutive basis, then there's that's not there. That there's a that, little bit of pain. That force field. <laughs> that forced feel. Yeah, that forced feeling and that little bit of pain that sometimes comes along with it. I mean, it's no longer it's no longer there. You've already been loosened up, and then it can go jackhammer balls to the wall <laughs> type style. So. Well, but I, but I mean, I know everybody's different, but at least for me, I think it's also very personable. It's not something that I would do with just anybody. No, no, I, it, it can't just be just anybody that you do that with. I mean, you have to have some sense of trust, I would guess, in, in the sense that you can't just, you know, can't be a one night stand like, hey, you want to put your dick in it? So, you know. Well, actually, for, for one night stands, I mean, that might be the way to go. That might- <laughs> because then you don't have to worry about getting a random call or them not being able to find your phone number to call you back and say hey oh no i don't know if I can there's do a screaming baby coming in nine months <laughs> no no screaming babies yes there is no way for that yeah nope that's no, well you. yes that's another pro that is a pro and if you do get pregnant that way well you're gonna be rich and you're gonna have your own reality tv show at that point so embrace it oh you're <laughs> saying through anal well yeah if you have any kids through anal yeah you're you're, you're set for life exactly Exactly. You're pretty um, much that. Of course, at the same time, no guy is going to go near you, but... No guy. <laughs> Man, that's what we loved about anal, and you took that away. I know. Took the anal sex away from us, then they can't do it in the vag, so I guess it's going through the mouth at that point, so... Which is another option. It's definitely I, an option. You, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, but I think blowjobs, th- th- I think that feels the most amazing out of any of the options really i find and and you know and it has nothing to do with the tightness of the vagina or anything like that like the, i've i've kind of seen you know I, i've experienced varying you know there there have been that have been on the larger side and some that have been obviously on the tighter side but pound for pound blowjobs to me are the most amazing sensation see i've always wondered that i always wondered what feels better to a guy is it anal sex is it blowjobs is it vaginal i i just i never knew see i would think vaginal would feel the best i i've always i've asked that question before i'm like what does it feel like you know (laughs) i was like what does it feel like whenever a guy is in there but i guess i guess the blowjob i can see because i mean i give the porn star style blowjob so how could you not how could it not feel good well i mean i'm not taking away from the vagina the, you know and any orifice really everything feels amazing but it's just you know there, there's a lot more going on in a mouth true so and it can contour a lot better i mean there, there's a tongue that isn't in a vagina unless it's mine but it's not hers <laughs> You might want to step back if she's got a tongue in her vagina. <laughs> like just... Or marry her on the spot. One of the two. <laughs> One of the two, yes. Either step back or put a ring on it. On her tongue in her vagina, put the ring? I mean, I guess you could. That could be a new sex toy. That'd be kind of awkward at the altar. <laughs> Well, it's going to be kind of awkward regardless if she's got a tongue in her vagina. So you might as well. You might as well just take it at face value. Let's just go to City Hall real quick, real quick. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The judge won't know what hit him. Hey, he can't be a part of this. Anyway. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to find his own. Um, But no, like, okay. I mean, because even even my first sexual experience, period, was a blowjob. And it's been hard-pressed to live up to that ever since. Really? My first experience, I was, you know, it was a date after I had gone to the movies with someone that I had already known for like three to four years. And we kind of had a thing for each other, but I just 
just I I dropped the ball. I didn't get around to doing it. And so when I finally did, you know, she was, you know, she did know me. It wasn't, you know, a complete stranger or anything. And uh, yeah, when the, when the date was over, she leaned, you know, leaned. We, we, we leaned into each other. We made out for a little bit. And I forget what comment I made, but basically she asked to to see it. And I, I pulled it out and she went to town and it, w- it was my first experience of anybody touching me. And, you know, not, o- not only that, but I got the bonus that she did not come up for air when I told her it was time. Oh, really? She's a swallower. She swallowed it right out, right out the gate. And again, it, it still remember how it felt like it was just that incredible. Oh my God. My first experience sexually was horrible. <laughs> I'm surprised it did not scar me for life. I, oh, well, my well, my second experience with the same person scarred me for life, and still I stayed with her. We were together almost three years before the end. Oh, really? No, the the guy I lost my virginity to in every which way. We were together for like four months. I was fifteen. Not even gonna lie, I was fifteen years old, and it was the worst. Thankfully, he had a small dick, so it didn't make it that horrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always hear about the nightmares, but yeah, it was it was a horrible experience. Yeah, and and so. So I've been hard pressed to find, I mean, cause even, you know, again, being with her for three years after that, it never quite felt like it did the first time. So I'm thinking maybe it was just, you know, all, you know, all my sensitivity was on all cylinders. Yeah. Everything and, was fine. And, and it was just, you know, I mean, cause you know, I had masturbated of course. And so I had known what orgasms and all that felt like beforehand, but for, for her mouth and everything, all those sensations and you know, again, for blowjobs, you know, the, the fact that uh, not only was she still going, but she used suction to pull it out. Nice. Added that extra sensation up and down my urethra. Nice. She knew what she was doing, didn't she? Well, yeah, that that was the one downside. It's like, oh, my God, she's amazing. And then I'm thinking, how'd she get amazing? <laughs> Did she get this is her first rodeo. <laughs> well, and I know the and I know the people that she had rodeoed with. Oh, nice. So, so would you a, rather it, get? It, it, it's a catch twenty two. I don't know. Would you rather receive blowjobs or would you rather have sex? Have BJ's. Well, what about from anyone going forward? Would you rather? Well, have, I, you... well again, it, it just depends on the person because I've you know I've, I've I've spent most of my adult life in relationships like. I, yeah. you know, there was a slutty point I had right after that first girl for a, a while, for a couple of years. But since, normal. But since then, for the most part, I've either been completely abstinent or I've had one partner. Um, yeah, I would say after my first time, it was I went through my slutty phase. I mean, there was like a seven month window where I was I thought I was a porn star, apparently. But <laughs> after that, it became, you know, a relationships after that, you know, it was long. It was longer term relationships. It wasn't just, hey, you want to have sex? OK, I'll be there in five minutes. So right, right. No booty calls and all that. <sighs> the days of the booty calls. Things were so much simpler then. But see, like, I've oh. never even really had booty. I mean, see, I OK, what? there is so I mean, because all okay, right, let's back up. OK, <laughs> let's back this train up for a second i have never gone okay i guess i i guess i've gone on one traditional type date and it was with that first girl and and i was and i, and I was 18 at that point You're since then we, kind of by choice kind of not I, I, I've ne- I never felt to be the most attractive person in the world. And the, the women I, I had vocalized interest in vocalized, they weren't. Gotcha. 
Um, and so I, after a certain point, I just didn't focus on that. I did other stuff. Like I just, you know, and, and I don't just mean masturbation, but I mean, like I totally changed focuses. You know, I, I was heavy into, you know, computers in school and I, I was in the drama class, you know, and, and I focused on my acting and all that stuff. And then obviously my social life, as far as my friends go, I stopped making, I mean, I, it was always there in the back of my head. Like I do want a girlfriend. I, I, I do like this person. But I changed it being a goal to just something I wish I had. Yeah. Like I stopped pursuing it because I, I, frankly, I was tired of striking out and it wasn't even that many strikeouts. I was just like, well, I guess it's just not time. And I'm tired of setting myself up. I mean, especially, you know, that young. I mean, I I was in high school where I, I had put so much focus on wanting to get the attention and having all these new feelings and meeting all these new people. And then for that, for them all to reject it, it was just very, you know, discouraging. And so for worrying about it, I focused on other stuff and not everything about what I focused on was legal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's always this. I mean, there is truth to the saying that men always have it harder to have a hookup per se or start a relationship than females do. I myself at my, I started young and right. I, it was nothing for me to just call somebody up. And I don't really even think it had anything to do with looks or anything like that. As far as a female's perspective, if you're calling a guy, regardless of any situation and you're like, Hey, so yeah. what are you doing right now? Do you, do you want to just, I'll be over there in five minutes and then you go over there do your thing and then you leave you know what guy doesn't want that you know most of the men I dealt with that's all that's all I thought that's that's really all I thought it was about when I was that age because that's all I really had it wasn't until I reached like 21 22 when I realized wait a minute I can have a relationship with one of these people you know I'm not just going over to their house and I mean I was kind of every guy's dream at that point I would just be like so what are you doing okay you want to watch a movie air quote a movie Oh, one of the initiators of Netflix and chill. It was Blockbuster and chill then. It was not Netflix and chill. It was Blockbuster and chill. Bust and chill. Bust and chill, exactly. So that was kind of how it was. And then I was like, well, let's try this relationship thing. And that's whenever I started actually getting into relationships. And I found out that that was sometimes a lot more fun to have than just random hookups on a Friday or a Saturday night. Having variety on either side. I mean, because again, like you said, what you basically said was that women have the control. It's a lot it's a lot easier for women to to bust a nut than it is for a guy to do it without it just being himself. Women make the choice, yes or no, whereas a guy is pretty much always saying yes when he has the option to. Exactly. Women have the chance to control every aspect of it. I could I could pick up my phone right now and probably have five people that would be like, okay, right. let's, yeah. you know, let's do without it. Without even asking questions like, yeah, sure. Exactly. They would just be like, well, when, what time do you want to meet up? And, and it's a common because some guys are dogs. A hundred percent, yes. No. <laughs> what do you mean no? I no, said what? sometimes, and you're like, no, they're a hundred percent. They're not I all would dogs. Say- 95% of males on this planet are dogs. What do, what, what are you basing that on? My experience with men. Even my experience now with men. Just men in general. I've talked to men <laughs> that are... Okay, okay. Well, let me, no, let me I, we, we need specifics. Like, 
specifics. Married men are some of the worst offenders on this planet. And I have seen it in my guy friends. I have seen it just in general. Let's not say going through with everything, but flirting. Flirting is, yes, I will not, that part, yes. But are they absolute dogs just because they like to flirt? No, I won't tell, I won't say that, no. But if you ask their wife, yes, but... But but if she was about- but 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 a lot of the time it can come down to I mean because you know it it does vary person to person relationship to relationship but from what I have seen because I've not I've never been married so I'm not a part of that category but I'm, I'm just you know I'm like I said I'm just curious you know what your definitions are but I've seen where some of it is his fault some of it is her fault like it's oh. not you know what I mean like if he was getting everything at home you know what I mean. I know, but I'm a huge flirt. I always have been, no matter how serious of a relationship I've been in. So, so, so the you're flirt. a dog. Yes. I, okay. <laughs> I'll admit to it. It yes. doesn't help when you admit that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I have dog tendencies. Okay. Particularly in the style I like to have sex, but I have dog tendencies. What a bitch. Exactly. Well, see, I do like to be called that too. Oh, <laughs> oh. One more, one more fun fact to get the show rolling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Using the word bitch is not a bad thing during sex. Not at all. You can say that and, and it doesn't apply to everybody though. No, not apply. No, some people would take major offense to that. Because one of the original points I was trying to make and getting to that we kind of went off on a tangent Anal sex for me is very intimate. It's one of those things that I reserve for the people I actually care about, if that makes sense. Like that's not something, I mean, because even even with a stranger, if I'm like roaring to go, it still won't go that far. Like it has to be someone I even trust. Cause I mean, it's not just the woman that has to accept, you know, something obviously foreign going in there, but I have to have that trust for me to want to put it in there as well. And I can see that. I guess it's hard for me sometimes to grasp the intimate factor, like the intimacy factor when it comes to sex, because I guess the way I started whenever I started so young and the things that built from there to me, and I'm not just saying this to be like oh you know the number one favorite to say this but sex does not equal intimacy for me it never has it's more of an animalistic type that's the best way to put it it's a it's the it's a need you know it just it's fulfilling a need it's not an intimate moment that i'm having with somebody so i've never had that intimate sex you see like in on tv and those soft core boards to watch it's just i don't know i've never well, had I, I mean for what it's worth i'm i'm, I'm sorry i mean I, I i i do get i mean again i think there should be a happy medium in between the two and i wish i knew why i mean maybe that's something i need to discover on my own but yeah i've, I've never i've never connected connected the two. I've never been able to connect the two. It's never been about that. I think kissing to me is more intimate than having sex. You know, I don't have that same viewpoint, but I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, because even in porn, a lot of them won't kiss because that's yeah. not what it's about. Exactly. It's just about, it's, it has nothing to do with that. Porn. Yeah. I mean, but it's actually a treat in a porn if and when they're actually kissing. It's like, oh, that's refreshing. <laughs> that doesn't happen all the time. Look at that foreplay. What the hell is that? <laughs> Since when did people do floor play? I know, right? I know. Well, I'm, but I mean, you know, it's like in movies, you know, you, they're, they're not very graphic, especially nowadays that in regular movies, you'll see them kiss and you might see them take their clothes off. But for the most part, it's all, you know, suggestive. Whereas in porn, 
they skip the you know the formalities and get right to the, the to the point. And so you take movies and then you take porn, and you put them together, and that's kind of what real life is. And so when when porn actually shows kissing, it's really surreal. <laughs> yeah, that's more of what they like to call female porn, I guess you could say, where it's really? more geared towards females. Yeah, you haven't seen that section before. <laughs> well, I've heard of that section, but I didn't but I didn't know that it included the kissing. It's more it's more intimate. It's more um, kissing. It's slower. It's it's more romantic, I guess you can say. But see, the, again, I I mean, I guess it, it comes down to I don't I don't agree that that's just female. Well, and maybe it's not. I. But that's I, where you and I are on opposite ends of the spectrums. Whereas we are. You don't connect it to to intimacy, whereas I very much do. I had a few wild years there in the middle. But I and I've never been really drunk drunk, but I've had a few drinks to loosen up. Yeah. But those are the only times that I've ever really done anything with someone that I didn't have feelings for. It's whenever you were had a couple of drinks in you. Right. Well, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to want the romantic side when it comes to that. Like you said, we're we're completely different when it comes to that. And maybe it has something to do with our backgrounds on how we started, you know, right. with our sexual experiences. I unfortunately was started on where to me it, there was no feelings involved because that was not how it began for me but for you it began that way with feelings so yeah. maybe that's why we're so different but i don't i don't think it's a bad thing i think more men should be more romantic when it comes to things like that it shouldn't just be wham bam thank you ma'am i'll call you next week you know well yeah be. but that's what you're doing it is but i mean i know that's that hypocritical but- well just because you know it doesn't mean it's okay to do it you're you're saying that you want guys to be that way but not women i'm not saying i want all men to be that way but i think that it's refreshing to know that there are men out there that are that way you know maybe if i had that initially i would not be the way i am now but it's almost to the point where it's just like this is how i enjoy it so this is this is how i'm going to continue on well yeah right or wrong it's what you know Exactly. Right or wrong, it's what I know, it's what I enjoy. So, and you know, your taste changes, I think you get older. I sometimes think the taste and how you have sex and what you want out of it and how open you are to certain things, I think change as you get a little bit older. Right. You know, when you're younger, it's kind of just like, oh, let's just get it done. But then you're like, oh, you mean there's more than just missionary? (laughs) (laughs) You mean you can turn around? You mean I don't always have to be on bottom? Are you serious? Oh man, that was a constant fight. <laughs> what, top that. or bottom? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think a lot of it has to do with women's self-worth or the lack of within themselves yeah. regardless. Of, I mean, because, you know, I, I feel like I've done a lot that when I'm with someone, I try to, you know, with as best I can to let them know how special they are. I mean, I mean, it's not, you know, if, you know, if, if, if JP likes you, come on, you know, I don't say it like that, but it's like, I really dig you. You're amazing. You're beautiful. I'm here. I want to be here. You're not something that I'm just putting up with. I, I, I love you. And so despite that they have their self image of what they look like and feel like that they get self-conscious because apparently for a woman to be on top, 
you're the stage. Yes, you are. Can you're your most vulnerable when you're on top, and I can I completely agree with you 100. You're your most vulnerable. People see it as like, oh, you're gonna be so in charge, and this is you know, it's not like in the porn. You know, those are porn stars for a reason. You know, you're very vulnerable, and your body is on full display. But if I'm on top, I can still see just as much of her. I understand that, but when you're on top, you know, certain things move in certain ways. (laughs) (laughs) Where a female might not be so comfortable. (laughs) So... Where, exactly. Whereas the guy wants her to be that way for them to move that way, loving and wanting that. Exactly. But I've had points where, you know, the guy's like, oh, just get on top, get on top. And you're like, okay, well, how about I just flip over? <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you won't know it's me and I won't know it's you. We've exactly. completely cut off intimacy at this point. Exactly. So it's just, it's kind of, I will tell you, that's one of my, I I fear that position. Let's say that I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan at all. See, I see, I'm all for sharing the role. And and not necessarily in any particular order, but you know, give or take basically just, you know, my turn, your turn, my turn. I mean, it doesn't have to be exact. I'm not like, you know, you know, put the star, you know, look at the chart, see the star, it's your turn. You know, I'm not not talking about having to be that back and forth, but yeah. give and take and share it you know because sometimes you know not only does the guy want her to be that display but but you know honestly sometimes it's easier you know that that sometimes we get to lay back and just watch you do everything and enjoy the or, show a, 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 well a lot more of it i should say because even even on bottom i'm still moving around but you know to not be that one in control i don't think it's gender based I think it's mentality. I could see that. Because, I mean, you know, as a, you know there, there's different guys that feel one way or whatever, and then women, obviously, same stuff. But I don't always like to be the one that's that's the quote-unquote display. I like to be the one that gets to, you know, kind of lay back and just absorb you. Yeah. So do you not always like to be the dominant one? I guess you're trying to say is that's, that's what I, well, yeah, that that's yeah. basically what I'm saying is that I don't always like to be the one controlling the motion of the ocean. Gotcha. And I guess that's where again me and you will vary on that is because as I've gotten older, I've become more of wanting to be the submissive that I have wanting to be in the dominant role. Like I'm I'm wanting to be more in the submissive role. So I feel when the female's on top, she is the dominant one. And she has full control. And that's something I sometimes don't want to have when it comes to the situation. But I thought you just said that if she was on top, she's vulnerable because she's on display. Well, that's just how I'm, I'm, I mean, you were kind of talking about body. But I mean, when she's up there, granted, she is vulnerable in her body sense, but she is in control of the situation. She's in full control of what happens. I mean, from the way it got the movements, the rhythm, you know, she's all in control of that. But she's in a very vulnerable state body wise but as far as the sex goes she is in control well yeah well yeah they both angles have their pros and cons to you know being dominant submissive vulnerable you know and exertion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but but i am kind of wondering why you know you're you've evolved to that evolved into submissive yeah i mean i mean because it's is it is it your lack of enthusiasm that you're just like whatever you want to do just do it no, it's not necessarily when I think of the submissive part, it's not that. When when I think of 
submissive and this is gonna sound so cliche here we go but what, what is it 50 shades of yes yes 50 shades <laughs> of gray completely changed my view on that whole i mean it completely opened my eyes to something that's out there that's completely different from anything i've experienced so that's been something that I've kind of wanted to, for lack of a better word, tap into. Hmm. So I find it, I find it super sexy that the man has that control. I like a man to be a man. You know, I want him to take control of the situation. I want him, I want to be on my back to start and just get flipped over onto my, you know what I'm talking about? I like, right. I like the guy to have that type of control. And the I, the entire I, time though. Yes, the entire time. Okay. You know, there, there will be sometimes well, there'll be, you know, I, I would, I would, I don't think whenever there's a blowjob, obviously the female's in full control, but. Is she? Well. She could be laying on her back and he hovers over her and holds her skull still. That's true. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but. Right. I would say if he's down on his back and she's on top of him in that sense. Right. Giving the blowjob, then no, he has he's not in control of that unless he has her by the head. Then that's a different story. So, <laughs> and even then, it's still a combination because you know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess when that sense when it comes to that, I've always been a fan of blowjobs and giving them in general. So, mm -hmm. so sometimes I would rather do that than have sex because. So I, I find know. that very intimate as well. That again, the one night stand and so forth. None of that stuff happens. It's just straight vaginal. Really, you don't do. Anything yeah. like that? Yeah. I, I reserve I reserve anal and blowjobs for the for people I care about. I don't know. I'm trying to sit and think. I don't know if I've ever had a traditional one night stand where you just meet someone that night and you hook up and then you never talk to them again. I think I've run across situations to where I've known somebody and then we just hook up once and then that's it. But we still talk. Well, yeah, I've had yeah. those two, but yeah, it's still a one night stand. You have sex one night and that's it. Yeah. But see, I always envision one night. Whether you know the person beforehand or after or not. See, I just, I don't know. Like I consider that a booty call. I don't consider that a one night stand. I think if I, but, I, but, if it, but, but I think a booty call, it has to be pre or, you know, predetermined. Like you planned it. See, I don't, but one I, night I, stand. I've, I just kind of fell into the situation, did it and then never did it again with that person. I see a one night stand as if I met you at a bar just one night and it's like, Hey, well, I'm going to go back to your place. We're going to hook up and then I'm never going to talk to you again. Well, that's one way to have a one night, one stand. night stand, but I don't think it's that cut. I don't think that's the only definition of a one night stand. Maybe we should get that from our viewers on well, yeah, what, what they what, consider. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you, what is your guys's definition of a one night stand? Everything that it could be any scenarios, add them all up. You can, you can write me to what the sex podcast, no spaces or underscores at gmail.com. Or, you know, you can send us a message on Facebook. Any of the one night stand is. Uh, yes. I would love to hear everyone's. I would love to hear everyone's take on this. Yeah. Oh, they consider a one night stand. And I would like to know what people consider intimate if they believe like we talked about earlier if kissing is more intimate than sex or vice versa i would love to hear people's take on that too well because even prostitution you know even in the movies i mean you know whether it's a satire or not even they say nothing on the mouth that's very pretty woman yes yeah exactly yeah. they 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 don't do that because you know when, when when you're a prostitute or a porn star there's not anything left to the visual imagination that what do you have left when you try to go home and have a real relationship with someone what do you give them that that your job doesn't take from you no pun intended same with strippers too i guess 
you know, you don't right. really see that in a strip club. Well, there's a lot you can't do in a strip club, hopefully. Well, you haven't seen the strip clubs around here. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can get pretty raunchy around here. <laughs> I am both intrigued and appalled. <laughs> oh, I would be... <laughs> <laughs> with some of the strip clubs around here, I mean, you just, you better walk in with a disguise because you're not going to want to be seen in that place. Some of them are pretty, are pretty scuzzy. That's for sure. When you have ladies up there who can be your grandma. Oh. There's, <laughs> there's one, one tit is a hook. <laughs> when you can tuck your tits into your bottoms, it's time to get off the stage. It's time to retire. <laughs> Oh, Time to okay. retire. Yeah. No, I've got one more. Yeah. <laughs> then I can retire. <laughs> Cup those balls while we take this commercial break. That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio. If you'd like to air a question with your voice on our show, film a video or record an audio file and send it to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com with no spaces or underscores. Must be 30 seconds or less. Tell us your name or that you want to be anonymous and then state your question. You can also write to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com or use the blog entry form at bampswag.net or through Twitter and Facebook. Many options, any of them will work. We hope to hear from you. Click the shopping cart link that's at the top of every BMSwag.net page and show your support for everything BMSwag does. As of the summer of 2015, it's a new store and lower prices while increasing the quality. There's never been a better time to show your support for everything that BMSwag does than right now. Swag it up. We're back from commercial break. I'm Sarah D. And I'm JP. And this is a What the Sex podcast. Have you ever seen the documentary on Netflix called Meet the Falcons? No. Oh my goodness. Speaking of older women, there are these two twins in Amsterdam in the red light district. I think they're in their 70s or 80s. Those two are still going strong. Mm. They are still going. It is the funniest thing. I highly suggest you watch it. They are They are located where marijuana is legal. <laughs> That's hey, favorite. man. I've got a great idea. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> no, it's a bad idea. <laughs> oh my goodness! There's people of all ages. I, I, my eyes were glued to this documentary. I could not stop watching it. One of the two ladies were hilarious, but there were men. There were guys that were probably no older than twenty going in there, and then there were guys in their fifties and sixties. And I was just like, this, this has to be like a bucket list <laughs> for them to just. <laughs> Notch these two off of their bucket list. Oh, I highly recommend that for everybody to watch. It's very entertaining. I never fucked someone with uh, varicose veins before. <laughs> you want to trace my veins? Oh, man. <laughs> Connect the dots. A- aim for the major bruising area. <laughs> <laughs> aim for the liver spots. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. What are we going to do? All right. So now that we're on to the second half, we, we I have a few questions that we've already had people sending in. We've had a few a few weeks to, to get it out there that we've been, you know, getting ready for the show. And uh, we do have a couple of questions. Ooh, I'm ready. All right. So Amanda asks, is there a right time to start swallowing versus spitting out after oral during a new relationship? Well, Amanda. I mean, it's kind of weird because we kind of talked about this already. We kind of but... did talk about it, but... I don't really think, I think that's your preference. 
Right. I think whether you, I think Amanda, if you would like to swallow or you would like to spit, I, I think that's your preference. I, some people just can't do it. Some people can't swallow it. They can't you stand know, the, yeah. From, from my, I mean, obviously I have no experience, but from what I know, it also, come, I mean, it also literally comes down to the guy and what he tastes like. Exactly. Because was- from, from what I understand, some are saltier than others. And it, so it depends on what their diet is. Even if you are a swallower, this may not be a guy you want to. Yes. So you have to get that first. You have to have the taste down first. But don't do it because he may want you to do it. If that's if you're not up to that and that's not your thing, then... Well, yeah. Be honest it. from the get-go if it's not yes. what you want. I mean, regardless of the fact of me being a guy, I would say swallow once, see how it goes, and then decide from there. And if you are a swallower, then, you know, just give him some pineapples. Make him eat a lot right. of pineapples. <laughs> So it tastes a lot sweeter. So just like you were touching on with the diet, make him eat a lot of pineapples right. if you're a fan of the swallowing. Because otherwise, sweeter. Yeah, otherwise you're gonna have that face. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 you know the ones that aren't very sure, and so just as it just as they're coming, they they pull out and it goes somewhere it shouldn't. <laughs> So you have to com- – th- that's the only thing I will say. You have to commit one way or the other. You either swallow or you back up completely. Exactly. It can't be like he's in there and then he, like, comes out last second. It's like, oh, my eye. <laughs> right, exactly. There have been injuries. So you need to know, you know, going – I mean, cause, but, but see, the way she worded it, I think she wants to swallow – I think maybe she's concerned that she may not, I mean, that he may think of her as like a hoe or something if she does it too soon. Like, damn, she's, you know, we just hooked up and she's already swallowing me. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't, I guess I don't see it that way. I think if you're a swallower, then you just do it. But I mean, cause when the guy's down there on you, he's kind of taking it all in at all times. So, yeah. Um, but we don't have as much of an option. You don't. Well, that's true. You guys really don't have an option whenever you're downtown Julie Browning. So, right. Don't have much of an option there. But I would say if she's questioning it, then she needs to just wait a little bit into the relationship and start doing it. Okay, so, but I mean, I, I mean, what's a little bit though? Well, I mean, because it, it doesn't say how long her relationship has been going on, and so I would say like, if it's a new relationship and they've just. Because when you get into relationships, you're not immediately sexual. You know, there was a point where it was um, two months before me and one of my exes even started anything sexual because I did not want it to be that typical relationship that I've had in the past. So I would say at that point, once your sexual relation, the sexual part of the relationship starts, if she's questioning it, I would give her, depending on how much sex they're having, maybe about three weeks. And then she can start turning on that side of her and start showing a little bit more and more and keeping him more interested. Right. Because they could be having sex three to four times a week. So. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Amanda, for being vague on the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say if you're comfortable with it, go for it. If you're not. But yeah, off, I say, well, well, but see, I just don't know how long they've been going on. I mean, a new relationship could be anything from a day to six months. True. Very true. I mean, you know, anything after that, by then, you should kind of have a pretty good feel on, on the type of person that you're with. 
But, you know, some people work at different paces. I mean, just like you and I were talking about earlier, you know, uh, you have a much different look on, on intimacy and, 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 its, and its connection to sex than I do. Yes. So you and I are going to approach sex and a relationship much, much differently. So That's that alone, true. you know, with, with, with that combination of, of the two of them, I would suggest that they talk about it when they're not in the heat of the moment. Well, yeah, no, because, of course, in the heat of the moment, you're going to want things differently than you would what if you may or may not. Yeah, I mean, because maybe yeah. she's not comfortable with going down on him yet. But like if he's like nudging her head and trying to you know hold hers to it while he does it, then, you know, I mean, it's just better that she shares her concerns with him before they both involuntarily make, you know, commit her to it before she's ready. I agree. Because she doesn't want, because again, I'm, I'm getting the sense like she doesn't want him to think that she's, you know, a, a whore or something that, that, you know, that you're just swallowing all the guys you meet. How many guys are you meeting? Who are you all swallowing? If, you know, how does that necessarily make you a whore though? If you're, if I'm you not saying that it does, but that's how a lot of guys think. Okay, well, there's another question for in the future, because I would think it's, I don't know, if that's, that's my preference. That's, that's, that's a preference of mine. It hasn't always been that way. But progressively, as I've gotten older, it's just become a preference. And it's just like, and it's more a convenience factor, because you're not having to run into the bathroom. (laughs) Or, you know, just, you know what I mean? So you're not having to do that walk of shame, get it out, and then come back, you know, with the interruption. So it's just become more of a convenience factor for me. But it's a good question, Amanda. There might be a lot of people out there that have the same thoughts in their heads. When is this okay? You know, how suited to the relationship? So well, I think because it's a again, good question. Well, because, you know, again, depending on her, the way she was raised, it could, it could be a, a bad thing to swallow. True. I mean... Everyone has their own different views when it comes to that. So, right. But I think that's why I'm saying it should be talked about beforehand so that, you know, not only she, but he knows where she's coming from. Open communication is key. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And that can be said about any relationship. I think without you talking to the person about what's going on, where, where you're headed, you know, it's, it's, it's a doomed relationship and not just about blowjobs, but everything. Exactly. If you don't have an open communication, then you're doomed from, like you said, you're doomed from the very start. You're doomed from the get-go. If you can't have that type of comfortable conversation, you can't view that conversation as uncomfortable. You have to view it as a normal topic that a boyfriend and a girlfriend should be able to have with each other. Well, yeah, because regardless of where you stand on the blowjob situation as the example, you need to be able to remain comfortable at where you want to be comfortable. You shouldn't have to maybe swallow just because he wants you to. Yes. You you know, you have to make sure that it's something that you are into. You should never do anything against your will. Like, I mean, you know, there's there's role playing and and you know trading off roles that's one thing but my my thing is is that there are so many things out there that get people off but i figure as long as you're not hurting anybody and or it being against their will then you know more power to you i may not be into it yeah but if you are and you find someone else that is then all the power to you but it has to be consensual even in role playing where you know you lose the quote-unquote control you do have control yes you still have control in the entire situation you yeah that's that's a that's a big long topic there (laughs) but you can't 
but you can't do something. And I think that was maybe my issue whenever I started my sexual journey, if you will, is a lot of things that I did weren't necessarily because I wanted to. It was because I felt I had to, you know, to be able to get their attention or to be able to continue on. So maybe that's where a lot of it stems from with me and the reason I am the way I am. But, you know, now obviously nothing I, I do, everything I do is because I want to. It's not based, even when it does right. come to those four-play situations, you have you have the safe words, if you will. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, to get to that point, you have to be on an intimate level with somebody, in a sense, like as far as trust issues go, because you can't just randomly meet somebody and expect the foreplay to go over, or the role-playing to go over well. Because their trust issues are, the trust isn't there with them. Right. It could go horribly wrong. Well, that in a, in a particularly newer relationship, they're they're already so enticed by the fact that they're with this new person, and obviously there's attraction on on several levels if they're if they are together by that point. But I don't I don't think role playing comes in instantly. I think it's one of those things that just kind of starts to build in over time when things get you know to the early stages of becoming something where you know the person and how they're going to react. So you you do role playing and stuff to add another element. Yes, I can agree to that. Um, can I can I ask you though, like you know, the, with with your first perceptions on what you felt like you had to do, having yeah. sex and getting attention from guys, were your friends just like that? My female friends? Yeah. Um, I will tell you that I did not have female friends. Okay. I maybe had one or two, but my the mass majority of the crowd I hung out with was men. Okay. It has it always has been men, and I mean, oh lord, we could go and pull up a sofa because we could go into this. That goes back, but I grew up in a neighborhood of mainly guys. And mm. so I was always surrounded by guys. And I felt there's a lot of things that happened to me in my past that I think have sculpted me to the person I am today. And I, I think I can recognize that mm. because there was a lot of things that I don't even know if we want to get into that right now. But there's there's things that happened to me in middle school and high school that have kind of scarred me for mm. probably ever connecting intimacy to that. And I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's a lot of my problem. That does sound like we should make that a second episode, but that's something that I, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, well, well, well uh, no disrespect. We'll have fun with that one. Yeah, no, <laughs> and I agree. And I, I, that would be something that I would, you know, I would be, I have no, I have no problem opening about anything. So, right, right. you know, because somebody opening up about something could help somebody else that's already in a situation like that. And well, you know, yeah. whether, regardless of what it might be, whether well, it's if funny yeah. or not funny, you know, it could help somebody. So, well, well, that, and we're not here to do this show to hide away. Exactly. So we have to be open and honest. You're, you're, you're going to get all of us. It just, you know, it's just a matter of, of, of when and how, but we're, we're here to address. We're not here to evade obviously um it's just that you know for the amount of time that we have left for this show we may not get to it but you know we we have 51 other episodes planned where we can definitely get to everything exactly. so we will get we, we will get into that at one point in time so stay tuned right exactly all right well i we're, we're, we're still deep you know we're still digging into my sack i have another question <laughs> Let's get deep into that sack and see what's up next. Cup them. Cup them good. All right. Uh, all right. Let's see. Okay. Sometimes I want extra pleasure during sex, like rubbing myself while he's inside me, but I'm afraid to ask if it's okay. Hmm. Did they give a name? Oh, I'm sorry. Her name's Tiff. Tiff. Okay, Tiff. 
Again, you want more pleasure. Which means she may be concerned about his ego and what he might think if she has to help, which which can kind of tell him, hey, I'm not effective enough on my own that you've got to play with yourself too. So she's just asking if it's okay if she asks, can I help? Well, I mean, I know we talked about this, like the open discussion part, but I mean, there's got to be a point to where you can still just do what you want to do and what is enjoyable to you. I think if that's something that is enjoyable to you, maybe not do it to the point where it helps you get off, but maybe kind of start it a little bit and maybe do it for about 10 to 15 seconds, maybe 15 to 20 seconds and see if it's something that turns him on. Or maybe like, or, or maybe even grab his hand to kind of suggest he do it. Exactly. And and see if it's something that if he says, oh, keep doing that or, or after you guys have sex and you guys are laying there or whatever you're doing. And he's like, man, I thought that was really hot when you did that. Right. So then, you know, kind of show him a little bit of it. And then, or you can flat out ask him, did you like when I did that? And if he says yes, then by all means do it. If he doesn't, then I guess you guys can start looking at other ways. I mean, you could play with your, if your nipples are very sensitive, you can do that too. So I, I kind of feel like stuff like that's a given. Like if, if you're not, if you don't know that the breasts are there, <laughs> Some guys don't pay attention to the girls, though. Really? Yes, I have had that where some men just do not pay attention to the girls. And you're like, hello, they need love, too. But those are typically men who are more ass guys. So you could tell a boob guy because he is all over them. He is like mouth, hands. See, I'm a woman guy. I, I pay attention to everything. Well, that's not a bad thing either. You you. I just don't understand the, the focus on one thing and not another. But you get that with some men. Some men are very much about the, the boobs. I mean, they're, it's like, Oh well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I get it. Cause I, I love them too, but to, to, to put so much focus that they lose sight of something else. Yeah. That can be annoying when they're, yeah, when yeah, the main yeah. focus is up there. It's like, come on, I have a whole body here. <laughs> So let's let's start exploring. Come on, door the explorer. Let's just keep going. <laughs> let's just let's start exploring other options. Where's the map? Let me get you the map, yeah. so you can go further and find other options. Right. So, so men, if you're listening, which you should be, don't don't always focus on the boobs. And Tiff, I say, give yourself. Do it for about 15, 20 seconds. See how he feels. See how he rea reacts to it. If he doesn't have a reaction during, ask him after and see what he thinks. And if you're careful, if you happen to be on your stomach during this, you can do it and him not even notice. That's very true. He won't notice a thing about it. Because your hands can be wherever and down in between, you know, as long as you're able to keep yourself up without falling, you know, you, you, you can do that and he's none the wiser. It just depends on how close he's getting to the whole thing when he's, you know, all the way in. That's true. Most men, whenever it's face down, ass up, they're, they're pretty much all into it. They may not notice where that other hand is at. Right. Cause it, cause, well, because even even the bottom end of their balls, if, 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 if they're slapping against, it's not enough sensation to necessarily identify what it's hitting. So, you you know, they'll just assume that it's hitting whatever. And, yeah, so and meanwhile, it could end up being your fingertips. <laughs> Crest the balls. <laughs> Pay attention to the boys. <laughs> it's a good well, yeah, you can slap them back and forth while you're touching yourself every time you know the beat of them coming is you know approaching you just <laughs> flick your hand the other way <laughs> well then he's gonna know it's down there <laughs> at that point <laughs> then he might not be into that 
Well, yeah. Either you're playing with yourself or there's a tarantula. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> what is coming out of your vagina right now? <laughs> I know eggs are in there, but... Is this the tongue we talked about earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Marry me now. Exactly. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. I got a cock ring. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different other topic. Oh, I know. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll eventually get there. Um, yes. Uh, with 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 the last few minutes that we have of the show, I I wanted to get I, I mean I mean because this whole episode really is just to get our feet wet. It's just to let us start to you know project ourselves so that the audience can get a feel for you know who we are, what our viewpoints are, and stuff like that, and you know the, basically get an idea of what they can expect from future episodes. But what I wanted to ask you right now is you know I I know that you've wanted to do something like this for a very long time, and so my question is what are your intent you know what what is your intent and what are your goals are to be a part of this show i just think an open honest conversation about every every topic whether it's sex it's love it's dating relationships anything like that past experience like we talked about earlier what has molded us to the people we are today you know i think all of that is is open game i don't think it always has to be about oh this sex position oh yeah that you know i think it could be a, a wide variety of topics and i think that's what's going to keep it interesting and that's what i kind of want to see i don't want it to just be a one note type deal i want to be able to touch on everything and talk about everything and let people know that we are very open and that we can have an honest conversation and that they shouldn't be afraid or ashamed to ask a question because no question questions off topic, no questions right. right or wrong. So, and I think I would love to get more interaction from people so we can have topics of discussion. Right. And there's so. a multitude of ways to get a hold of us. I mean, you can do yes. the voice, you know, the voice files or you can, you know, just submit a message and 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 we'll and we'll read it, you know, on the air la that way. So, I mean, there it just, you know, again, it's all to your comfort zone and you don't even have to use a name. And as it is, we don't even know if you're using real names. It could be a fake fucking name that you came up with or you can just be honest enough to say I want to be anonymous and nothing you send us about your identity will will air on the show. So, so it's, it's meant to be at your comfort level. I know that in society, it's it's frowned upon to get this intimate and to discuss these kinds of things in a public way. I mean, if, if it's behind closed doors, even then they do have a problem with it. But by the same token, it's like, you know, this is, you know, the 21st century. Get get the fuck over yourself. People are interested. Yes. They have questions. I would rather talk about and share and listen to knowledge and learn than to remain in the fucking dark. I, I I want there to be a way for people to to get another perspective. I mean, and I, and that's why I'm glad that you know there's a lot there's a lot of things that you and I agree on, but there's a lot that we disagree on, and that's going to help the audience see both sides of a lot of things and still make up their minds for themselves what they walk away with. And I agree, and I think that's going to work with us is because we don't have the same viewpoint. You know, that's that would be very boring if me and you agreed on the everything as the same. You know, I, I well, like I'm gonna disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you know we're not here trying to play you know a doctor i mean i'm not a doctor but i can play one in your fantasy so that's right, there you go. <laughs> exactly so you can put on the white coat you know ex yes i'll put on the white jacket the heels whatever well if you don't like heels i mean if there goes the role yeah, play. You know, yeah that, well well no i i, I think 
see for okay you brought it up i think okay. heels are sexy like they add to whatever the outfit is but i i don't think that they should be kept on like I, I think at some point they should come off i don't think that it should come down to everything off but the heels on in my opinion yeah i think it's a good lead-in but see i'm i'm also i you know i graduated as a massage therapist and so i i already have in my head the the cons to wearing high heels and yeah. so in my head, psychologically, it's not sexy that the woman is killing herself to wear those things. To wear the heels, but she's not on her feet, though. She's not, which is why it's one of the few areas of, of them being around that I'm okay with. But any, uh, but I but I know for a fact that anything more than 20 minutes in high heels, they need to come off. Oh, you ain't lying on that one. I don't know how some of these ladies do it all day, every day. I mean, I wear yeah. I wear heels every day to work, but I can't wear those stilettos. Those those are for twenty minutes or in bed. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> those are not meant to be running around an office all day wearing some five to six inch stilettos. No, sweetie, and, you're and, just and, you're just and, fooling yourself. <laughs> and and it's a very conflicting relationship because because of high heels. You know, that's where a, where a lot of my business has come from is, you know, the working girl that wears high heels to work every day and, and you know, basically beats the hell out of her calves, her thighs, her, her buttock, which 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 then goes to her low back. And, you know, I know I, I, I'm, I'm kind of going on a rant, but but again, that's my viewpoint is that I don't I mean, I, I do see them how they're attractive, but only to a certain point after that they should come off because sexy isn't hurting yourself. That's unless you like that. <laughs> but even then, that's the wrong kind of pain because because with heels, it's it can be long lasting. It can it can it could permanently do something that you would have to have treatment on a on a fairly regular basis just to maintain where you are. Well, I guess it's going to be to each their own when it comes to the heels and how they like it when it comes to that. But I mean, I I'm with you on the fact that you want the girl to be comfortable. So and that you well exactly respectful. Yeah, yourself then that's you know not comfortable. <laughs> And I think that's kind of, you know, like I said earlier, that is refreshing that you keep her in mind when it comes to certain things. Like I said, you know, not, I would say that's, that's not very common with men. You know, mm -hmm. they see the fantasy as, ooh, these six inch red heels, keep them on the whole time. I want you standing up bent over and these right. six inch up, up red heels. the wall. And, yeah. Exactly. While she's sitting here like, oh my God, my feet are killing me. Yeah. I can't even enjoy you, you, this right now. I know. I, I'll lay down. You stay on your feet, but I want you to kneel over me and bob up and down. Yeah. No. No. That's not going to happen. I would never do that to anybody. If, if oh, I'm yeah. not willing to do it, I'm not going to make her do it if she doesn't want to do it. Well, that's good. That's very respectful. That is very respectful. <laughs> Meanwhile, tomorrow, you know, I mean, I mean, because you know, Sarah D says that you know she she wears heels every day and all that stuff, but she's going to the chiropractor tomorrow. So. Yeah, I am going to. The, maybe that's why I always have to go see him. It's part of. It is part of why I can guarantee it. But he's so hot, though. <laughs> so like, I don't even. I don't even care at that point. I mean, Here's my like, money, and we'll just sit and talk. <laughs> it's okay. Don't have to do anything if you just if you just want me to lay here and yeah. you can just caress my body i'll pay you the 40 dollars that you want well here just lay next to me there's room it's okay or on, <laughs> or on top of me i mean <laughs> whatever you prefer yeah oh just let me ooh, just <laughs> what does he say what does he say to me when he is when my neck is in his hand he's like i got you i got you and i'm like oh yes you do <laughs> you have no idea yeah 
you have no idea how much you have me right now. <laughs> just, just, just trust me. Just. Yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> I can either no. paralyze you or make you have a stroke right now. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the bathroom's down the hall for you to get cleaned up. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> hey, the lady at the front. Okay. Yeah. Right. We accept debit cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just don't leave it on my desk. It's a little weird. Yeah, these all come with happy endings. Well, yeah, well, and see, you know, I, I, I do see the benefits of chiropractic, but I, you know, I mean, maybe I'm biased because like I said, I'm, uh, you know, I come from a massage therapist background, but I think they work best in conjunction. The, the massage will help loosen muscles so that when they do get rearranged, that they're not so quick to retract back because, you know, at, with our muscles, we, we have muscle memory. And so, you know, when we do something, anything for any period of time, it becomes very chronic our body gets used to the way we damage our bodies and so our muscles reinforce to to make sure that those movements if you just go in and get an adjustment your 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 body is snapping back into place but if your muscles are still tight yeah they're, they're going to quickly pull that stuff back out and so while i think there is benefit to chiropractic if you're not relaxing the muscles beforehand a chiropractic session is good in the moment but isn't going to last long yeah i i know what Whenever I go in there, he basically, they hook me up to those electric things. I don't even yeah. know what they're called. Stem therapy or whatever they call it. Yeah. And then I go in there for like two minutes and then I'm out the door. That's lazy. <laughs> that is lazy. Well, then I guess I just need you to be my chiropractor. <laughs> well, no, you're a massage therapist. Let, let, massage them, therapist. let yes. them do the snapping, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll rub you out. <laughs> Well, I think this was a good show. I'm very excited about what people are going to write in about and what our topics are going to be. So I'm definitely very excited. And then so to answer the same question very quickly, I I did want an open forum to not only release my own opinions and, and share them because I, you know... I, Aside from the 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 facade that I give, that you know I I know everything. It's it, you know it's it's it, it's a joke. It's not meant to be literal. I don't think I'm a god. I my my goal is to help where I can, but to also thrive to to learn more for myself because you know there's things that you've said that I wouldn't have necessarily thought about in the same way as you. But because you're saying them, it gives me more to think about. And then you know again, even if I still choose to not agree with you, at least I have that viewpoint as a another option before making my decisions about where I stand on things. And and so between, you know, helping and learning, those are my goals for this show and that we build a community that can joke, that can laugh, that can be serious, that can that, that can show respect to one another. You know, I, I I I may not like whatever it is you're into, but again, as long as you're not hurting anybody involuntarily, then I don't see the issue with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as long no, as I agree. I, I like to see different like your view on things. It's it's definitely it helps open my eyes a little bit more that everything is not in this little bitty box and that everyone fits into this box, you know. Well, yeah, this this is a great time for us to, you know, use this show to to kill stereotypes and Yes. 
you know, I mean, I mean, because don't get me wrong, stereotypes do exist, but they shouldn't speak for the entirety of people and gender. No, no, they shouldn't. You shouldn't be because you're a man that right. you're automatically going to be this particular way. And the same with women that if just right. because you're a woman doesn't mean you have to fit into society's preconceived notion of how women should be when it comes to dating, love, sex, relationships, anything like that, that there is a broad spectrum of how both of us are going to react. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's actually been quite refreshing to see that your view is not what I would have pictured it. If you want me to be 100% honest, Absolutely. I, did, I did not see that as that. I did not see that that was going to be your side. I'm actually surprised, but I'm not surprised in a bad way. If anything, like I said, it's, it's refreshing to know that there's men out there that do exist that way that aren't just what I've experienced in my past. So, right. and I think that's going to be great for other women to see that too, as well, that there isn't just that box that you, that men are in, you know, there are men that have that, that take your, take right. you into consideration right. when it comes to certain things. So I think that that is definitely appealing. Yeah. Well, I can't really agree or disagree. That's up to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. To You're that. damn right. It's appealing. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> You're going to like it and like it. <laughs> there's what i'm used to <laughs> yeah Aww. there it is coming out yep That's what I'm well on that bleak note we've come to the end of our first show i hope you guys enjoyed it i had fun i had a blast and uh you know the, the this show is airing on you know today on march 16th but we also have our second episode airing this weekend on the 19th. So make sure you check that out too. So this is just a, a special episode to get us going. But otherwise, from now on, they're going to be aired on Saturday starting this weekend. Perfect. I'm excited. Right. I hope you guys tune in. I know. Please, please do. This has yes. been What the Sex. And I'm JP. And I'm Sarah D. And you've been listening to What the Sex. Have a good one. Bye. That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio.